What is going on? My name is Tyler Sturvin. I'm the pastor of different church and I'm so thankful that you're joining us today. And if you want more information on our church, you can check out our website, dfrnt.church. But before we hop into today's message, can you do me a favor on whatever platform you're listening from? Will you give us a follow? And hey, if it blesses you, why don't you hit that five stars? Because all of that helps us reach more people with the word of God. All right, I'm done. Let's hop into today's message. Let's do it. Different church, welcome. How are one? How are you? Uh, I always love whenever we get to, whenever we get to hang out. Everybody online, everybody in our six one five location, wherever you're at. I just want to say thank you so much for tuning in. And right now we're working on something. Uh, just so you know, everybody on our online audience, we're working on something to where we can build even more community for people that. Are, are online to get connected to people on like in person and vice versa. And so we're working on something right now to develop more community online, which I, um, that's what I love, you know, uh, being able to connect and getting uh, plugged in with you guys and you guys in with us, all of that. So well, I'm, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in. And we said it last week, but can, can we keep talking about this real quick? This summer, I'm growing. I'm not waiting on anyone's permission to grow this summer. I'm not, I don't need you to approve what I do. And hey, guess what? If you see, if I look different the next time you see me, I didn't change up, I grew up. And God's taking me somewhere this summer. I have to make sure I have the fuel to get there. So this summer, I'm working on me. I'm reading more, I'm praying more, I'm worshiping more, I'm working out more. I'm growing this, this is mine. We're leveling up this year. We're leveling up. And that's what we've been doing through this series. We are growing this summer. So wherever you are, hey, go for that jog. Drink that bottle of water that you normally wouldn't. Don't eat the seventh slice of pizza. Let's keep it to six. Let's read. Let's wake up five minutes earlier. This summer we're growing. This is a summer of growth. We're leveling up. We're becoming everything, guys. Because listen, here's what I've learned. Growth doesn't happen accidentally. Muscles don't form on accident. Being wealthy doesn't happen on accident. Being successful doesn't happen on accident. It takes intentionality, time, a willingness to wake up early and work for something, a willingness to even through the pain, even through the hurt, even through the storm, even when it's raining outside, I am willing to grow. Nothing else around me is going to stop me from growing the thing inside of me. And this summer, that's what we're doing. We're growing. This summer, you, me, we're growing. We're reading more, praying more than we ever have in our lives because I really believe God's got something for us. And it being there is, I, I, I don't have, let me say this right. I'm not responsible for the success. God, God has placed something for me to get. I am responsible for getting it, right? It's there. God created me for something. It's there. I get to choose, am I going to grab it? So this summer, every, or this, uh, this month, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, every single morning at 7 a.m., we are dropping just a, a verse or two from the book of Romans and get the word in you, right? There's something happens when you begin to get the word inside of you and, and, and 
you worship a little more, you begin to pray a little more, stuff begins to change in you. And you'd be surprised that when something changes inside of you, what starts to happen around you, happens around you. So we're in the book of Romans, love, death, Romans. Romans 5, is our, last week we were in Romans 1, this week we're in Romans 5. So you have a, if you have a Bible, turn to Romans 5, verse 3 through 5. This is such a good, ver- man, this is such a good passage. Read this, write this on somewhere, whatever. Look at this. <clears throat> verse 3. We can rejoice when we run into problems and trials. For we know that they help us develop endurance and endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens. Look at that. See the process and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment for we know how dearly God loves us. And because he has given us the Holy spirit to fill our hearts with his love. See the process, but look at this verse three. It trips me out. The very first thing he says is like the most anti-self-help book you've ever heard. Look, we can rejoice when, what's it say? We run into problems. We can get excited when things suck around us. We can get excited when things aren't great around us. We can get excited when our marriage isn't awesome. We can get excited when the finances aren't there. We can get excited when we run into problems. Dude, what? That's what he's saying. What? That's the most anti how I want life to be. He says, no, no, no. When we run into problems, get excited. Get excited. Get pumped up. Know that God's got something for you. That's challenging, isn't it? Because we've always been told, especially, in, and hey, I've been in church for a long time. I've worked with some of the biggest pastors you've ever heard of. When something bad starts to happen, they go, oh, then God's not in this. And we really kind of think that too. Oh, you have a little pushback. That probably means it's not, it's not God's will. What? He says, when you get that pushback, when you start a ministry and it's not working out, when you get into a marriage, it's not working. He says, not all. Well, I guess it's not God's will. No, he says, get excited. This is what's supposed to happen. And it's like, dude, that's the craziest thing ever. We've really convinced ourselves if something bad happens, I did something wrong. And not maybe it went wrong for a reason to grow me, to challenge me. But that means you have to change how you see the problem. How do I see the problem? Look, look, look at this. This, I printed off a picture of the Mona Lisa, okay? Then I had my wife paint a picture of the moment. I think they're both awesome. I think they're both beautiful. Okay. Isn't it crazy? I have contacts in. If I take my contacts out or if I'm not wearing my glasses and I stand far enough away, you know what happens? You put these things side by side. They both look like blurs to me. They both almost look similar to me. And are they? No, but they look similar because how I see them how I see something. It's not what you see, it's how you see it. And when your vision is messed up, when a problem happens, when something bad happens in your life, when the money gets hard, when the marriage gets hard, you will really look at it and get so scared. No, 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 your vision's off. How do you see the problem? You can, two people can go through the same thing and see and, and, and come out looking, it looks totally different. 
looks totally different. It's how you see the thing. The vision behind it. It's not what you see. It's how you see it. It's how you see it. But anytime a problem shows up, we freak out. We get scared. We get nervous. We run away. We say, okay, I got to quit the job. There's no way. The job's gotten too... What? The word says when you run into problems, rejoice. Get excited. And that's the most opposite thing you could ever... Like that, that's just not biblical when you say, okay, it's hard. It must not be God's will. No, a lot of times the hardship that you're walking through gets you close to the heart of God, right? The hardship gets you close to the heart of God. It's almost like this is planned. This is part of it. And we can spend whole seasons. We can spend weeks, months, years trying to get out of hard situations rather than asking God, what are you trying to teach me in this hard situation? We would rather develop a system to get out of the pain rather than going, what is this pain trying to teach me? Because there's always a lesson in every loss that you take. There's always progress in every pain that you go through. You have to ask yourself, not how do I get out of it, but how do I? And that's what I'm committed to. Hey, that's what I'm committed to. I don't want to pray my way out of problems. I want to find what God's trying to do in me in the problem. That's what I want to do. And we have, listen, we're always like, God, fix the marriage problems. No, no, no. God, teach me patience in the marriage problems. God, make this money situation. No, no. God, teach me how to be a good steward of your money. Oh, God, I don't want to be single anymore. No, teach me identity, God. I want to be who you've created me to be. I'm not praying my way out of problems anymore. I want to pray, God, teach me and grow me in this problem. That's what I want. But we are always trying to, how can I get out of this? How can I get out of this? How can I? No, we're not doing that anymore. We're growing. We're leveling up. We're becoming everything God's created us to be, guys. That's what we're doing. So when something bad happens, you're walking through something right now and it's hard. Guess what? Get excited. Jump. Get ex- Like wake up every morning going, okay, if this, if this happens, I was rejected here. Something happened here. Some, I'm broke here. I have to trust what the word says. It says get excited about the problems that you're into. And just a side note. It says rejoice, what does it say, comma, when you run into problems, okay? God, let, let me clear something up. God doesn't create the problem. He is not, he's not the author of confusion. This says when Tyler runs into problems, but God teaches through the mess that I make. And he turns, Romans eight twenty eight. it's a little bit later, he turns everything together for good for who? For those who believe in him. So when I run into the problem, God goes, okay, he's about to learn something. Let's do this. And he turns it for good. And that's God's will. But we spend so much time, we spend whole years, whole seasons trying to pray our way out of situations. God's like, no, 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 no. I'm trying to teach you something. I'm trying to turn you into something. Let's do this thing. And so as you keep, we keep going, uh, going, Romans 5 verse 3 says... What's up, everyone? I'm Pandora, and I want to welcome you to Different Church's YouTube campus. Now, before we get to the message, there's a couple of quick things that you can do in order to get connected here at Different Church. First off, subscribe, and then tap that notification bell so you know when all the new sermons drop. 
Second, make us a part of your social media to stay up to date on all the happenings at Different Church. Last but not least, if you call Different Church home, visit our website at dfrnt.church. Click on the generosity tab and give so you can be a part of the vision here at Different Church. Now, wherever you're watching, we hope that God speaks a great word into your life. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. For we, look at this, for we know they help us develop endurance. Endurance. What is endurance? The endurance, the ability to last for a long time. The ability to keep going even when it hurts. You know, one of the fruits of the Spirit, some people say patience, but older translations will say long-suffering. Long-suffering. The ability to suffer for a long time. The ability to be patient in the pain. For me, do I have endurance? Am Am I willing, when the problems are hitting me and hitting me and hitting me and hitting me, am I able to stand firm on God's word through those seasons? How good am I at that? That's a fruit of the Spirit, okay? That's something that as a Christian, a Christ-like attribute, something that I will bear is when storms happen, when pain happens, when things fall through, I will continue to stand firm on the word of God and not falter to anything else, to anybody else. That's what it says. When you go through pain, it develops that in you. It develops that in you. And if I've learned anything, it's easy to get married. It's hard to stay married. It's easy to get into ministry. It's hard to stay into ministry. It's easy to make money. It's hard to keep money. We have to develop endurance in our lives. We have to develop patience in our lives. Because the devil doesn't have to beat us. He just has to outlast us. He's not trying to keep you from getting married. He's just going to make the marriage problems last for seven years until you give up on the marriage. That's what he's waiting. It's easy to get married. No one's stopping you. It's hard to stay married. And we have to, when we walk through uh, problems, when we walk through situations, when we walk through storms, when we walk through trials, We have to really stand firm on the word of God and go, hey, no matter how long this season lasts, I am not moving. I'm not moving. Have you ever wondered what's at the root of homelessness? I used to try to describe it to my husband that um, I said, I feel like I'm in this big spider web and I'm stuck in there. And how wraparound approaches at missions aim to make a difference? It's the things like that, the people who communicated that in spite of my rough edges, that they authentically cared about me. On the Restorers podcast, we'll talk to experts, investigate current issues, share stories, and give you an inside look at how we at Water Street Mission tackle issues related to homelessness and poverty every single day. Join us by searching Restorers wherever you find your podcasts. That's what, when you walk through pain, it's trying to teach you endurance. Endurance. The ability to suffer for patience in the pain. Patience in the pain. And I've got to ask myself, am I good at that? Is Tyler good at being patient in pain? Or am I trying to find a way out? Am I trying to get a new job? Am I trying to make more money? Am I trying to, no, no, no. Am I patient through the pain? 
And that's hard. That's so, 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 so hard. But I think God does something in us when we go through it. And hey, real quick, we have to agree on something. Just like we're growing this summer, Christians are not quitters. We don't give up. Our Savior didn't give up when he took the cross to the mountain. We don't give up. We don't quit on people. We don't quit on God. We don't quit on our devotion. Christians are not quitters. Jesus says, it is finished. Me and my life and my family, we're not going to quit on the calling God has on us. We will hear, well done, my good and faithful servant, because we didn't quit. We do not quit. We endure. We, we do what needs to be done to, to fulfill the call God has on our life. That's what we're going to do. We're, as Christians, we're not going to be quitters. Deal? Deal? And I see so many people, I see so many, so many, so many people give up when it gets hard. Give up when it gets hard. Give up when it gets hard. No, that's a guarantee. Listen, that's a guarantee. I'm going to mess up. You're going to mess up. Something's, somebody's going to talk bad about us. Somebody's going to screw us over. Will I give up? Will I give up in it? And for me and my family, my kids, we're not. Uh, we're not. It doesn't matter if we have negative $4 in the bank account. Not giving up. What? What God's called me to is bigger than money, bigger than reputation, bigger than anything. I'm not giving up. There's no way. There's not enough money you could pay me to give up. But we just bounce, right, when it happens. Well, but look at what, this is all a process. Watch. We can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And look at this. And endurance develops a strength of character. It's like you have to go through something to acquire something, and then that takes you to something. And it's a, it's a process. It's a plan. But it says when you develop endurance, that's when character is built. That's when something really begins to happen inside of you. The longer you're in the process, the more stuff begins to happen inside of you. And we're all called to something. But we don't all see something because we don't all, we're not all willingly standing here going, God, it doesn't matter what happens in my life. I'm going to stand firm on the word of God. That's what I'm going to do. If you walked past a diamond that was in a cave that hadn't been cut, it was just in a cave, you would think that it was a rock. You'd probably walk past it, you wouldn't even recognize it. Why? The diamond, to see the sparkle, to see the value, to see it, it has to undergo a cutting process. It has to be cut. For you to see the true value, the, the, listen, the value's there, it just has to undergo a process for the value to be brought to life. And for me and you, we were born with something. God put something in us, but we have to undergo trials and tribulations for our value and our beauty and our potential to be shown. You have to, wherever you're at, you're in trauma right now. You're in pain right now. You're in suffering right now. It's cutting you to bring your value, to bring your beauty, to bring your calling out to life. Don't give up in the cutting process. Allow for the cutting process to bring something out in you. You would just walk past a diamond, not even know. You'd think it was a rock. No. All it has to do is go through some shaping. And you know something, and this is just a side note, as I was studying diamonds and stuff like that, a diamond can only be cut by another diamond. It can be crushed by something, but it can't be cut by anything outside of another diamond. And a lot of times we look for growth, we look for the cutting process in everything else, but what can actually cut us. You're looking for advice from people that have, they can't give it to you, it's gonna crush you. 
is going to hurt you. It's not meant for you. But you've got to find who has been, who has went through the process with God and how do I find them? How do I get to them so that they can help me through, so that they can help cut me and help me? Because there's something in you. It just has to be brought to, and and this word says, when you go through hard times, it develops endurance and that endurance begins to bring something out in you. The longer you do something, the more who God created you to be comes out. But you can just run away real quick, can't you? You can get out of it way before you see the time. You'll get mad because you're like, man, I'm just a rock like everybody else. No, you just didn't stick through the process. You didn't stick through the process. And then look at what it says. Develop strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. All of this, we're almost done. All of this brings you to one person, Jesus. Everything you run through brings you back to Jesus. It reminds you of who he is. It reminds you of what he did. I can walk through this pain. Why? Because Jesus walked through this pain. I can go through this hurt. Why? Jesus went through the hurt. I can bear this cross. Why? Jesus bore this cross. Everything I've went through, Jesus has went through. Therefore, I can model everything I'm going to do after him. Everything brings me back to Jesus. Everything I go through brings me back to Jesus. And so wherever you're at right now, you're walking through it, you're in the pain, you're bankrupt, you're broke, wherever, wherever you are, what is it trying to teach you about Jesus? What is it trying to remind you about Jesus? And that's my prayer. Wherever you are, whoever you are, you're walking through it. You're in it right now. You're like, bro, I am the most broke human being that's ever lived on this planet. Okay, let's let's figure this out. Don't give up. Don't leave it. God's going to use it. Don't leave it. But what is it trying to tell you about Jesus? Lord, we love you. We honor you. We praise you. We give it all to you. But we've been in this season for a long, long time. God, I don't want to give up. I want to, I want to become everything you've created me to be. But it's hard. The divorce was hard. The abuse was hard. The addictions were hard. But God, you're doing something in me. You're creating something in me. You're turning something into my life. And God, I don't want to give up in the process. This brings me all back to you. It's going to bring me all back to you. So, Lord, we love you. We give you all the honor, all the praise. It's your name we pray. And everybody said, amen. Hey, what's up? My name's Tyler, and you are a part of our different church YouTube campus. And I just want to say thank you. I'm the pastor here. And here's a few things that you can do to stay apart. One, subscribe and hit the notification bell. Be alerted anytime something drops or releases. We want you to be a part, we want you to be encouraged and inspired and figure out what your different is. But maybe you wanna tell your auntie, your uncle, your cousin, whoever. Maybe you wanna send that, just share it. Cause what I've learned in ministry, people will open a link to a church long before they ever open the door to a church. And maybe you're on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter, follow us, different church 
Nashville, be a part, see what we're doing every single day. And maybe, last but not least, you're an OG, you're a real one, you really want to get plugged in. All you got to do is go to different.church, that's D-F-R-N-T dot church, to find out more about us, the church, uh, how to give, how to be a part, all of that. But I love you, and I will see you next video.